You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. To look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look in the five and ten, glistening once again with candy canes. And it's nine oh six, and it's mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Good morning. morning, morning, morning. Good morning. You, good morning. Good morning. How the heck are you this morning, Dick? Cold. Are you cold? Yeah, it's pretty it cold. It is beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. The temperature plummeted outside the studios at Lone Star Radio. Yeah. Where we are happily sponsored by Conroe Coffee. To uh, warm us up. To warm us up. And clean sweep office cleaning in case we're snowed in here at the studio. Well, at least we'll be snowed into a clean studio. That's true. Right now, just to give everyone a weather report, it is 44 degrees outside. And we are expecting light rain uh, all the way to about 1 a.m., 2 a.m. tomorrow. So uh, there you go. Getting a little nervous about the rain. I went to my old house last night. Yeah. Kind of, you know, like. See what was on the DVR, clear off some space on it. And uh, some of the gullies were starting to fill up a bit. So we're in no danger of flooding, but still, you know, you have that two pe- floods in two yeah. years, you get that little pit in your stomach thing going. But oh. uh, hey, with the new hardwood floors that my contractor's putting down, seriously, if the, if the floods come, we just open the front door and the back door and we just squeegee it all the way through and we're good to go. That's, that's the plan. It's going to flood again. I'm sorry. It is. It is. But people, people just need to learn. They just need to get away from South Texas. Everyone just move to Dallas. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, move to Dallas <laughs> and, you know, be safe up there. Everyone needs to move there. There we go. No, I'm just going to um, I'm gonna pay the contractor a little extra to build a moat around Well, that's house. what I said. You should just do concrete floors or drains. Right? Yeah. Well, these uh, he's it, drain, the- it drains to your neighbor's house. <laughs> well, I do live on an inclined sle- uh, street, so it would actually absolutely do that. But uh, yeah, no, the the uh, tile flooring that this guy's putting down, my contractor's putting down, is like really awesome. It looks like hardwood, but uh, th- that that sound you're hearing is Dick uh, opening up some breakfast without Skippy here. But y- you enjoy that muffin there, Dick. Oh, it's a gift from us. For you, you could have got one. I could have. Yeah. Uh... Oh well. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't open the box that guy brought? No, I did. Was, oh, was that from, from when uh, Mr. Yeah. Jablonski was here the other day? Oh, or, yeah. Or, oh, he, he brought okay. his stuff. I guess it never really communicated that it was for you. Well, <laughs> I just, I, I was busy, you know, co-hosting a show, and I just let it run out my other ear. Here, yeah. I'll give you half. You want the muffin top, or do you want the muffin bottom? No, no, it's all, I actually already had breakfast at the hotel. Do you so. want muffin bottom, or do you want muffin top? <laughs> uh, I hate Are you, the what bottom. Kind of, what, kind of, what kind of muffin do you like? You like the muffin top? Mm. I like the muffin top. <laughs> so you want the muffin top? No, I'm good. I actually already had breakfast, but uh, you just enjoy that one, and I'll, uh, I'll talk about now some Now I want headlines. tacos. Now you want tacos? Yeah. <laughs> we got to go back to that place that we can't name yet, because I'm trying to get them to sponsor us so we can get, like, free tacos forever. You know how fat I get? You get yeah. fatter than I am already am. Yeah, you're already, what, like 92 pounds? Yeah, I'm already, I'm already about four pounds overweight. My BMI, I'm, I'm obese, according to my BMI. Are you kidding me? No, uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen Dick's picture, Dick is the the classic string bean, you know, six foot two, 80 pounds. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you think I'm 6'2". Well, to me, everybody's 6'2". Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just a hair under 5'6". So uh, the same height as... 
uh, Dustin Hoffman, Dudley Moore, and only an inch shorter than Tom Cruise. Just throwing that out there. Let's see. Um, you know what's going on? What's going on today? We got some stuff happening today. Uh, it's kind of a besides the weather, and it'll be interesting to see how Houston handles that. Uh, everybody's on kind of Franken watch right now. Al Franken is expected to make an announcement. Or they already, uh, Reuters already announced that he's going to step down. They announced he's, he they like he plans on we're announcing the announcement that his announcement is to you know. I, and I get that. And Reuters is a very uh, established and and believable news source. But I once again I'm Mister. Let's get it from two independent sources. So. You know, just in case, until he says it, he could always change his mind at the last second. So it's kind of premature to say he's uh, going to do this, but it's not looking good. And, you know, yesterday, actually, several times we've been talking about the power of the accusation, whether it's false or misguided or completely objective, or I mean, subjective, meaning nowadays, uh, you could ask, or well, not you, because Hollywood beats you up. But you know, your 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 twin brother could ask someone out, and they could say, "Oh, he sexually assaulted and harassed me because he simply asked me out." And I, I, I mean, I was going somewhere with that thought, but but <laughs> watching you eat eat your muffin, so so that's where we are, and I think there's a there's a turning around point from that coming up very very soon. Because um, I'm always imagining, what are you going to do afterwards? Like I say, I'm Al Franken, Franklin, or whatever his last name is. And his muffin tops for you. Yeah, Franken, like Frankenstein. So, what is, what is he going to do afterwards? Oh, he's going to he's going to get on MSNBC and or CNN and become a. I don't opponent. know. No, no, he will. I mean, that's like five years from now. No, no, no. I, I think within a year. Really? Absolutely, because it's unjust. Because. More may get reelected and Trump will still be in office. And that's just, you, you know, why are they still there? And so he'll he'll play the, oh, you know, double standard card. And this could easily go the other way around. If this were happening four, you know, three years ago, four years ago with the other administration, and this was going down with the party swapped, then the Republican version of Al Franklin would end up on Fox News doing the same thing. Because, you know, both sides have it. Bill O'Reilly is the Matt Lauer, is Eiler. It, you know, you just, or Ailes, I mean, not Eiler, uh, Ailes. Uh, it's, uh, once again, there are idiots on both sides of the aisle. But with Franken stepping down, again, that kind of lends a little bit more credence to me. And I'm by no means a Well, we were scholar. talking about that yesterday. Like, if you do any type of action after someone accuses you and it's something like that, it usually comes out as, oh, he might be guilty. It's And it's unfair. And, well, well because what what would you do if you're in a position, a political position, and also you're uh, an elected official, and you are wrongfully accused, and now you have people telling you to do to get out just because it looks bad? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't the strength of your seat either go down or up depending on how you reacted? A- absolutely, and it, and it is unfair that. Uh, uh, well, actually, I was talking with a, a lawyer friend of mine, and she was talking about judges the other day, and she said judges are under this. Uh, order that not only can there be no impropriety, but they can't even have the appearance of impropriety. Meaning uh, in the in the court system, if it looks like a judge has done something wrong, but the judge hasn't, but it looks like it, then the judge has done something wrong. You can't even have the appearance. So like, let's, let's say the judge's next door neighbor appears before the bench and the judge has no knowledge that this is even the next door neighbor. 
But if opposing counsel finds out, hey, that's your next door neighbor, that's the appearance of impropriety. And the judge can be removed, from, not removed from the bench, but, you know, removed from that case and brought up on ethics charges. And it's the same thing with, that's what I say, it's, it's unfair that, to think that, okay, if Franken's stepping down, he, you know, I, I'm closer to believing he's guilty, more guilty. But it's just like if someone pleads the Fifth Amendment on the stand, that is not an admission of guilt. It's just them saying, I don't want to answer this question and you can't make me. But we all, all of us, it's in our DNA to say, okay, you're just that a little bit more guilty in my mind because uh, an innocent person would have answered the question. Franken could be 100% innocent of all charges. Uh, it, you know, could be. Or more. Or all these people that are just, you know, when there's no proof. Until there's an email or a blue stained or a blue dress with a stain on it or some kind of tangible evidence, it is, it is hearsay or, or testimony or accusation only. So... Until there's proof. next thing you know, there's going to be ambulance lawyers, ambulance chaser lawyers. You've been accused. That Call me, Dick. I actually had a nightmare about that the other night. I, I kid you not. Where it was I, one of those. I had a dream. I was Bruce Willis. Okay, At Nakatomi Tower. No, but Bruce Willis trying to kill Andy Garcia. I'm like, I'm not kidding you. This is totally true because I looked at myself. Why would Bruce Willis want to kill? Andy I don't Garcia? know. It was really weird, and I was trying to like break into this home to get him. And there was one, uh, Steve Martin was the homeowner and it was like during a Christmas party and Steve Martin was trying to convince me not to do it. And I don't know if it was a dark comedy or if it was a it comedy. It sounds like the most messed up Christmas episode of the Muppet show. So ever. that happened when I woke up this morning. Cause I was like, was I, cause I felt bad about trying to hurt somebody. But then again, I was like, I was, well, it was Andy Willis. Garcia. So <laughs> as Bruce Willis, he's supposed, now were you Bruce Willis as, uh, Danny Dunn, the uh, uh, no, I was John McClane. Character. You were John. I McClane. looked in the mirror and I was like, "Oh, cool, Bruce Willis." Beginning of the movie, John McClane, or ending of the movie, John? McClane? Oh, this is like Die Hard Five. Okay, like so old, you're just like old, 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 old John and McClane. worn down, oh, yeah. just, just scars all over. So, but Steve Martin was there trying to convince me with his ukulele. I was just trying to. Just, Did he do it in song? Yeah, he was just saying like, "Hey, you just leave. You just leave." You know, and I was like, I need to find him. And poor Andy Garcia, is this is is, is this? Yeah, a we Mexican tied him up. Thing? I tied him up. Is this a racist thing? Do you do you, do you hate Hispanics? I don't even know who Deep was down? Hispanic. Garcia. Andy uh, Garcia. Why do you always play the mob then? What? Why does he play the mob? Yeah, he's like in Godfather oh, like Three. Yeah, always he was. Well, I don't want to say they all look alike, but oh, 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 oh. no! But I'm talking. You know, he's got the uh, well, he's got the range. He's got the acting range and the dark hair. So and the what I just knew is him because he had the slick back hair. Okay. And, uh, so Dick's dream about being John McClane trying to kill Andy Garcia for reasons unknown, and Steve Martin doing everything to talk him out of it. Yeah, dude. All whatever you had last night to drink, I'm, I I want some. It was pretty interesting. I want some of that. You know, speaking of uh, harassment and things. <laughs> Uh, Airbnb guests have found cameras in their house they're staying at. Wow. Yeah, there's a report from CB, uh, CBS. And what's funny about it, though, um, is the pictures that this uh, woman from – she's from Washington State. She went to Switzerland, and she said she discovered a cell phone under the sink in the bathroom at the Airbnb uh, and I, the weird thing is, it's like, you don't really know if it's filming or not. And if you, if you think logically about, because I know a little bit about technology, if you leave a phone, the phone is propped up granted, but the phone doesn't have a charger on it or anything. So how long do you think? Well, an iPhone, probably 18 minutes. 
Yes, I'm saying like so. If I'm filming you on my phone, there's no way to down. I mean, I, there might be a way. Certain phones can downgrade the quality. You can only film for what eight hours max. Yeah, and so I'm thinking like, well, this guy clearly just doesn't know what he's doing. If he wants to film people, but uh, but it was pretty creepy. Then and then I discovered while reading this article, apparently it's the norm for people to go into their hotel rooms and Airbnb and always check the bathroom and always check the drawers for record like for people leaving recording things. Well, yeah, I, I mean, when I first read, I was like, oh, people are paranoid. But uh, well, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. And it's always helpful to be prudent. But let's say I turn my own. Well, the bathroom, I get it, though, because that's really creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Bathroom. Absolutely. But, um, you know, you go into a a strange environment. It's like some people take the black light to check out the hotel bed rooms. And I I get that. If I turn my house once it's, you know, rebuilt into a a Airbnb, you know, I've got the. Uh, an interior and exterior camera, like in the living room with the the, the view for, for part of my home security system. Yeah. And I'm putting that out there. I have a home security system. People don't even try it because, you know, it goes to the phone and everything. So uh, I can, you know, if there were, I guess there were, unless I unplugged it or pinky swore not to, not to look at it, I, I could record everything that was happening in my, in my living room or outside. So just, you know, for Airbnb, it's kind of you get what you pay for. And I've heard some horror stories of people getting in Uber cars and the driver is just a whack job, you know, either extremely, you know, radical left or radical right or radical religious or radical atheist or, or body odor or loud music. This is why I don't leave my house. Eating a, eating a you know, onion and, and clam sandwich, you know, while driving. It's, so it's kind of you get what you pay for. You know, if if you go Airbnb, you got to take a chance that look look in the corners and and look behind the picture frames and look in the bathroom drawers. That's Skippy's PSA <laughs> for the day. <laughs> Let's just be careful out there, people. Yeah, I'm excited. When I read that, I was like, oh great! Now I'm going to go to every hotel room and look in the bathroom. But uh, but yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that because you know there's there's constant news about that kind of stuff. Well, thanks for joining us right now. Morning's Lone Star. We're gonna take our first break. We got some songs coming your way shortly, so stick around. In every store, but the prettiest sight to see. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7000. 
7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. A pair of hopper-long boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Welcome back, Lawrence Lone Star. Woo! We got about, you know couple minutes here for the first break or the second break and then we're gonna listen to some tunes you uh can let us know what you want to hear we have a wide variety of genres here at lone star community radio for the mornings of lone star nine three six six four seven three seven seven six that's the call in message line it's nine three six six four seven three seven seven six or facebook us mw lone star all right so did you know Los Angeles is going to become the nation's largest city with recreational pot after vote to license sales next year? Assuming there are any pot farms left with the wildfires going on. That's true. Did you see that yeah. that, that internet meme of the, the video of the freeway? Yeah. And it, it looks like something out of a, out like of a, a, distra- a like volcano Mermelick movie. The movie. Yeah. Truly. It, uh... That kind of put it in, you think, oh, wildfires, and you're thinking kind of like Bambi, you know, a couple of animals running through the forest as the flames. are No, oh, it's this, everyone this, running for their lives. Yeah, this is hardcore, people. So uh, uh, thoughts going out to California that's experiencing 50-mile-an-hour 50, 50 winds. So if, uh, no, and of course, they'll survive this, obviously. So on the tail end of this, you say that recreational pot, L.A. will be like. L.A. will be the largest city. I wonder, you know, see, I haven't been to Colorado since they, they you mm-hmm. know, like the first state to allow this kind of stuff. I can't imagine because I have been to L.A. once and that place is already really weird. Well, I was about to say to legalize pot there, all it's doing is just making what, whatever's going on there legal. It's already. Well, can you even smoke in most places there? That's what cracks me up. Smoking's bad. Smoking's bad for your health. Smoking kills. Smoking gives lung cancer. But these same people who are anti-smoke, you know, cigarettes, want pot available. That that always cracked me up. Well, man, it's always going to come full circle for everybody eventually, right? But no, I I was thinking about that because I go, how does it really affect, like, if I lived in this community, how does it affect my community? How will it affect my community? And I, I, I don't really think it would, even if it's, like, the biggest community in the world. No, here's the thing. Colorado's still standing. And there's a lot of, you know, when I say chicken little, every time someone makes a, a huge change, I remember when they were talking about putting the racetrack, the Sam Houston racetrack in Houston, everyone was convinced we were going to become the new Chicago, that, you know, the mob was going to move in, and we were going to become this this lawless town. You know, still here. The horses still run. In fact, sort of, kind of. We have more concerts there. Uh, Colorado is still there. They haven't smoked themselves off the map. Well, it's kind of funny that someone who is like a business planner for the city or for the state and goes, how can we, what revenue are we missing out on and how can we get it? Mm-hmm. And I imagine drugs are a good thing that people are spending money on no matter what. And as a city or state planner, like, hey, we can be making 
an additional, like we weren't even even making this money last year. Mm-hmm. We'd be making an additional $10 million a year just by doing this thing. Especially as there are some, some and, administrations will, which will illegalize sugar, you know, too much, you yeah. know, start regulating the other stuff to where that almost is going to become. Well, a I, I would laugh my face off if there's, you know, rolling up to the corner. Hey man, you got that pound of sugar. That could happen, my friend. Transporting it would be awful. It'd have to be like corn syrup. They would probably sell corn syrup. Yeah, there you go. Because it's, it's easier to, it's a liquid. It's so like that it's, cocaine thing where you can put it in liquid form and then change it back yeah, into man. powder. So that they do the same thing with sugar. Krispy Kreme would be like the underground. <laughs> it's like half a donut. You want half a donut? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I just, you know, I'm, I was thinking about that because. You know, I, I know certain areas in Houston, like in spring, I think you can smoke cigarettes in a place. I'm, per, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, there are aspects of spring that are still like that, but more and more. It's moving more, away more, more and more, but like it kind of blows my mind that when I go to a place like that, I'm like, whoa, whoa, man, now I got to bring a change of clothes when I come to this place. And that's the way it used to be. I remember because in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that long ago where you could smoke everywhere and the non-smoking sections were the three tables in the very back and there was no barrier. You you were just you know two tables away from the nearest. Smoker. Well, it's almost like the harassment deal, where it's like someone smelled the wave coming, and they're like, "All right, let's get in the front of this thing. Uh-huh. Let's just ban it." <laughs> so yeah, moving on from harassment. Uh, well, let's go know about L.A. Well, I was just thinking about well, I was thinking about when they said L.A. the biggest. It's like you think people were just going to be all they're already kind of weird there, and they're already stoned. I mean, pot is. To them, that's the morning coffee and, and joint kind of, kind of thing for L.A. So, actually, I think legalizing it might help because it might actually get you off the the other stuff. It's like, well, if I'm going to have the same punishment for pot as I would I wish there was something. a way we could set up a computer that was accurate enough to where we could, like, play, you know, the city and say, all right, let's just legalize everything and let's see what happens to the United States. <laughs> Cannibalism. Well, no, I mean, riot, you never know. Wayward pines. Because I know that would destroy economies somewhere, but it also increase economies somewhere else. So I'd be interested to see that. It would be interesting to see. Uh, and well, and I think we're going to be going that way very soon. Would you go into one of those stores? Uh, I don't partake myself, but I think on many levels people should or, or should have the right to. It's just not my it's just bag. It's just a foreign world to a lot of us. Yeah, it, it's not my bag, you know, as a, as a writer um, and, a, and a, like a human commentarian. I wonder what I wonder what kind of training police officers had to go through. Well, it's going to have to change because, because that's like that was part of their day to day routine is like when they're checking people, and it's like, oh man, I can't get you on this anymore because they because I have this weird suspicion that <laughs> police officers they're probably you know they're really great. I really like my, my. I have several family members. Even my brother is a police officer, but I do know that they have tactics. Like they train them to do certain things to get certain things out of a situation. So either it's to protect the people or to protect their own or things like that. And I do know that they have a weird way of judging people just to get them in trouble or not in trouble, out of trouble. And I do know, like, your taillight was broken or you, you swerved out of the middle lane into the, you know, I saw it. So I had to pull you over. And you can't prove it, that it didn't happen, and you're kind of stuck there. And then, of course, like, we want to search your car. This never happened to me, actually. So I'm, I'm lucky. I'm one of those lucky Well, what happened to me in a Jersey and, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, though? Like, it's kind of weird. Where it's like they escalate it 
because that's where they want to go. And they're like, how do I get there? Right. And it's kind of like a legalized version of gaslighting where they say, uh, now calm down, sir. I'm calm. No, don't raise your voice. I'm not raising my voice. Well, don't back off. I'm not getting, you know, the, the words they well, say. That's why I always love those reports of folks getting arrested for resisting arrest, even though they weren't under arrest. So I always, I always enjoy reading those. I'm like, man, how's that even escalate to that point? Cause it's like, they just, I don't like your smell. Like, let's yeah. And, and you know, there are humans on both sides of that equation. You know, the, 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 the suspect or the person of interest or the accusee is, is human and the cop is human. And well, I'm fortunate that every enc encounter I've had with law enforcement has been, but then again, I was also taught by my family, like how to like you, the, the the sad truth of it is that basically you just let them do their job and that's and you just let them do it, whatever it is and you might get a butthead one time but majority they're not going to be buttheads and if you're nice and you you're you're compliant to everything they say usually that's not a like a sniff of like oh he's bad and uh I absolutely agreed i'm the same way i'm the, i'm the i'm the schmuck that every time i see a cop like pass me i'll wave and my daughter's like dad why do you wave because this guy could be going off to face danger yeah. And so anyone wearing a badge deserves a way. I just can't imagine, man. you know, being a cop for 30 years and then dealing with pot because pot's one of those things that's always been a common thing among the people who you are chasing down. Like, well, so you pull someone over, you have them roll down the window so you can see if there's a smell of pot coming out. Of the and when they have those famous cases where they found crumbs in the car and then all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. Now it's like, oh, now we got to figure out someone else to get these people. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. They also, they'll also have to be trained on um, intoxication tests. Like, you know, you have your 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 drunk test, walk the line, heel to toe, count backwards from 10, and you know, whatever the thing is. Uh, they will have to determine what a, a universal test or series of tests. I was, you know, it's funny. I was speaking to uh, a DA that's not from here, and I asked the same question because I was like, how do we – how do we prepare as a municipality area of like dealing with this kind of transition? Because I don't know firsthand that there's a breathalyzer like equal test for marijuana. And they're like, no, there are. There are. They have them. They have they have these already. Oh, they do. OK. Yeah, they Excellent. do. As, as like, long as they can establish the, a uh, – I guess it would have to be statewide because with full faith and credit, each state is allowed their own – like to select, set their own blood alcohol content, what makes it and, illegal. And then I asked her, it was like, uh, oh, nice, yeah, it's a female. Uh, but what I asked her like in court, because a lot of times when they're doing the, you know, the cross-examination, they say, oh, they were drunk at the time. And that's what caused this to happen. Now, I wonder, I mean, if the, the marijuana case is going to be. They were stoned be, at the time. Yeah, and it's like, that's why he stole all the Fritos, you know, those <laughs> kind of things. But uh, it would be interesting to see how. Do you think shoplifting is going to go up exponentially? No. I think I think what's going to happen is we're not going to see that many people out on the road because people are too lazy. I absolutely agree. And much like anti-chicken little, the mom's I mean, not going to come is, in. This is why Uber Eats is going to become like <laughs> the, the, the one I business. I am so signing up for that. I'm going to make it. This is my third career right All there. they have to worry about is making their app look real bright, kind of like Pinterest. Everything on Pinterest looks really yeah. good. And you're like, Two oh, buttons. man, it looks so good. Two buttons maximum. They both go to the same thing, order food. Order food. <laughs> And it's like extra hungry or two, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. You're listening to Mornings with Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. We are Montgomery County's morning radio show. Good morning, folks. It's 934. We're going to take a music break here. Before we do, we want to say a special thanks to our sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And, of course, 
Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee. I'm sorry. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. I'm about to enjoy myself a cup here. <laughs> Visit ConroeCoffee.com. Thanks for uh, joining us. We'll be back after a couple cool sounds. A lot like Christmas. Soon the bells will start. And the thing that will make them rain. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. It's 9.41 on Mornings with Lone Star. Mornings with Dick and Skippy. That's it. <laughs> uh, we are sponsored happily by Conroe Coffee, keeping us warm this morning and clean, sweep, office, cleaning. Uh, moving on. We were talking about cops earlier, and you know we got some local news on uh, a, a cop situation. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a trial going on right now in, uh, here in Conroe. About a uh, a suspect, a, a gentleman who uh, is accused uh, or is on trial for um, trying to kill a cop. Uh, a, a rookie Conroe police officer came across this this burglary in pro- progress at a business back in 2015, uh, Christmas time, 2015. Uh, they ran, gotten pickup trucks, and then one of these suspects, a uh, 20-year-old, uh, rammed his truck into the cop car while the cops trying to get into it and it broke his leg. He wasn't able to get in all the way. And then apparently testimony's coming out. This is off the, the Conroe courier that the suspect's girlfriend is saying who's in the truck that he actually turned around to go back to finish off the job to kill the cop because he was worried he'd be uh, identified. Uh, fortunately, the Conroe cop pulled his sidearm, kept the other guy at bay, went off. They were all caught. This guy's now on trial and apparently the, the the trial itself in the courthouse is becoming kind of a, almost out of like a My Cousin Vinny thing. They're bringing in uh, as evidence like the doors from the cop car to show the the impact and stuff. So they're actually, oh, bring in the doors. And, and courthouse doors are opening up and in come the cop car doors. And uh, that's something like right out of Perry Mason or My Cousin Vinny. That's when we need to get one of the DAs in here and talk about it after the case. Right, right. We 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 need that to happen. We're we're, we're going to uh, start leaning on Brett Ligon's office, and if not him, maybe we can get one of his lackeys in here and just to. Uh, 
He does have his lackeys. Yeah, a looking lackey. You know, speaking of court cases, uh, a follow-up we'd like to talk about is, if you remember, VW got in trouble for putting in their computer systems in diesel cars to manipulate the emissions. Mm-hmm. And uh, a VW executive is sentenced to seven years in prison. Was the CEO? It was a, a high-up executive. It's a compliance it? executive okay, compliance. Uh, who pled guilty. In the U.S. for his role in the $30 billion emissions cheating scandal that was sentenced, and he was sentenced. So his name was Oliver Schmidt, if you want to, like, send him a love letter. <laughs> and uh, But one thing, the reason I wanted to follow up on this is it's nice to see somebody who did a white-collar crime uh, getting, you know, somewhat, you know, jail Yeah, time. he's not going to club fed. He's um, he's going to be paying them. Well, this was significant. I mean, lives were at stake here. This was corporate greed. It does exist. Yes, people. Uh, corporate greed at its finest slash worst. So that's, not, Dick, that's a great follow-up. We're always talking about how we would love to have old stories followed up. And kudos to you for uh, sniffing that one out there, my yeah. friend. Well done. All lines kind Who of— Who do you think is next? Um, On the, like, old stories being rejuvenated? Well, I, I'd still like to think— Vegas will have some kind of a something will pop up. Yeah, somewhere. I've been actually reading some things about uh, that about that case about how the the shadiness of the MGM owners and stuff about how they're, they're they left the country right afterwards and all this kind of kind of stuff because they're afraid of something happening. Yeah, I, I think something will will come from that. Uh, there there is a it's not so much a follow up. You know that uh, David Cassidy passed away a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, from the Partridge family and. Um, Apparently, his daughter, he and his daughter, uh, Katie, were very estranged. And uh, they, they kissed and made up, like, right at the very end, but not enough time for him to change his will. So, um, unfortunately, you know, in the reading of his will, it was like, and for Katie, absolutely nothing. She gets nothing. All my other kids get it. She's, she's left out in the cold. And uh, But it's, from what I can gather, her response to that is, is pretty grown up. You know, she she's like, uh, well, according to her, his final words were so much, quote, so much wasted time. And, man, that burns. I'd hate for those to be my last words. You know, I, I would like my last words to be, you know, I am Jack the Ripper. Something like that, just to screw with people. Um, but just think about it. You know you're going to die. This is, you know, the last thing on your mind is I wasted so much time. So uh, uh kind of feel sorry for David. And Katie, she'll be, she'll be just fine moving on. But I uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. People, besides the loss of her dad. Besides the loss of her dad. Because, yeah. they, they, like I said, they had kissed and made up. They were working on it. And uh, so I'm glad that that did happen on a on a higher note. Um, did you hear about uh, Philadelphia and their, their bulletproof glass uh, situation here? I did. I remember seeing something about it because mm-hmm. it was one of those outlandish, like, oh, we should get rid of bulletproof glass. But tell me about it. Okay, so apparently Philly has its crime like other major cities. In some ways, Philly may have its overshare of it. And a lot of businesses, you know, like delis and stuff, have bulletproof glass separating, you know, the, the people that take your money from, from uh, outside. Now, apparently there's a city ordinance about um, openness in, in and in a, you must have at least 30 tables to have a restaurant license and and have open seating, that kind of stuff. And I get that. But one uh, lady on city council has been pushing a bill to ban, flat out ban, bulletproof glass 
without being grandfathered, which means if it's already up, then you can keep it up. Meaning if this bill passes, you got to take down your bulletproof, bulletproof glass. And the store owners are just going ape about this. They're like, there are going to be dead bodies as a result. We put this glass up for a reason. We were getting shot. We were getting shot at and robbed. This is keeping us from doing it. And this lady's primary uh, on city council, her primary reasoning for doing this is for aesthetics. That it doesn't look good. It doesn't feel welcoming. That, you know, business will improve across the board and city uh, economy will increase if we just get rid of this bulletproof glass. And also her same reasoning in case there's a customer choking on like a meatball sub or something, a bulletproof glass might prevent the server from getting there in time to save this person. And this is the reasoning for, so it is kind of, what's the word you used? Outrageous. It is outrageous, yeah. but let them have their bulletproof glass people. Come on. This is just me. If you're, if you feel compelled to have bulletproof glass, you must have a good reason and I'm sorry, but uh, I'll take a shop owner's thoughts on how to run a shop business than a city council member any day of the week, if that makes sense. So uh, I'm going to keep an eye out on Philly. Uh, I love your cheesesteaks as long as there are no peppers on them. And uh, oh, hey, you were right. I thought you were teasing me. Sorry, this is a squirrel moment. So I'm sorry. Okay. But um, I thought you were teasing me. But no, Texadelphia has returned to Houston. I told you. I know. I'm well, you also told me that Santa died, and so I know you're out to... He did. Tim Allen killed him. <gasps> Tim Allen is the new Santa Claus. And Elizabeth Marshall is Mrs. Claus. I think that was awesome. But anyhow, yeah, Texadelphia is back. I am so going there. My stepson is uh, due in from... He's got a leave coming from the Army pretty soon, like a, you know, a weekend leave. And much like, you know, my, my native son... Um, we, we have a Texadelphia tradition, so I'm going to introduce my stepson into that. And we're going to pig out. I'm going to come in weighing about 15 pounds even more when we're done with that Texadelphia. We're going to pay their rent for the next month. But thank you for letting me know that. I would not have known to even look for that if, if Dick, you hadn't told me. Well, the toilet will be closed that day. Oh. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, there's a couple of articles I want to talk to you about that I read. And one one's really short and one's really ironic. Okay. Uh, the, well, this one I'm talking about right now is it seems that the weather is getting so bad. How as, bad is as it? The, as you can see here in Houston, but in the northern states, imagine it being bad here, how bad it's getting up there. Well, right. apparently the new LED headlights that we all love to have behind us and in front of us, blinding us, mm -hmm. now apparently can't warm the headlamp enough to free to melt the snow so people are having a lot of problems with their headlamps fr freezing over so they can't use their headlights in a, <laughs> oh wow yeah now i guess maybe your mercedes-benz s-class would have like headlamp heaters so, you know. and it's really affecting the stoplights because the new stoplights have leds oh on. they're led of course so that's the reason the article started was the red lights were getting frozen over and no one could see them. Now, so, yeah, because of course the LED, it's pretty much heat free, but the lights themselves are still maintaining, they can turn on in the cold. Yeah. Because uh, last winter I was in Washington, D.C. for a weekend and it was very, very, very cold. There, there are... There are southern isms about how cold it was that I can't see on the air, but just trust me, it was incredibly cold. 
and my iPhone, every time I would take it out to take a photo or talk on the phone or do a text, it would freeze up. I mean, there were warnings on the screen saying it's too cold to work, shutting down now. Boop. And I, so I'd have to like body warm my phone. So every 20 minutes I get like 10 seconds of text time or, or trying to find people on the, on the, on the map, on the GPS map. And so it can get that cold. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk some more next break about, uh, after next break about global warming, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I just found that interesting because, you know, we're always trying to improve our lives with technology. And then this is the one time we're like, oh, oh we haven't, yeah. And so it actually causes a huge issue. Speaking, speaking, I mean, uh, speaking of technology, when we come back, did you know today is the national protest against net neutrality in Verizon? Did you know that? So if you go to a Verizon store today, there might be some protesters. So if you're bored, head to Houston. I'm going to take pictures. I think we'll find maximum three people outside of any given Verizon we'll, store. We'll talk about it because, you know, those poor souls that work there, especially for Christmas time and people were trying to buy the new iPhones and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you're just, I mean. Why did they pick on Verizon? Well, because they're the ones that uh, su don't support net neutrality. Okay. I don't think I'm anyone. Telling you, would, I don't think anyone understands it. I don't think anyone understands what net neutrality is. I think it's just a buzzword that we can hashtag. People, if you if you, too, if you net have Netflix or you 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 pay extra for HBO, you're against net neutrality. There you go. We'll be right back here on Mornings with Lone Star. Short break here, folks. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Hopalong boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. It is beginning to look and feel a lot like Christmas. They are predicting that there could actually be snow throughout Houston. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. I, I love watching the city shut down with, you know, three snowflakes. Media hype. Yeah, it's Stormageddon in Houston. Um, but here's the thing. You know, you can throw a Class 5 hurricane at us and, you know, we we blink, we're, we're inconvenienced, <laughs> but y y you know up north. Tell you what though, I will snuggle up with me. 
No. Oh, oh, okay. I'm just, it was cold this morning. I thought we were taking the show to It was cold. Dynamic. I had to take care of some stuff outside, and it was like that perfect amount of rain where it was bearable. Mm-hmm. But it's when, like, probably about four minutes into outside, you're like, oh, man, it's cold out here. <laughs> Should have doubled up on the socks. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's uh, it well, is that kind of weather. We ha- I have these puppies. They're not, I mean, they're they're six months. But they have this weird thing is, like, one of them hates the rain. And the other one is really dependent on me. It's like to use the restroom, I have to go with them. I can't just like open the door, get out, do your business, yeah. see you later. Because oh, no. you would think like you think as a dog, he's like he's giving me freedom to do whatever I want. It's playtime. No, they go to the door and they wait for me to walk out with them. And then I walk probably you know five yards, ten yards, and then they realize, oh, I can run around for a second. But right when I turn around and start walking back towards the door, they immediately come back. And so I have to be out there for them to use the restroom. <laughs> And uh, I feel like I'm a dad watching the kids play because we do have a rocking chair and I'm in the rocking chair. And then that's when they like will sit in front of me and just choke, like, you know, choke each other out and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, this is so cold out here. We can't, I can't do this. So I love it when it's raining hard enough and the dog is like four o'clock in the morning, wakes up, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. And you open up the door, finally you get out of bed and the dog looks to the right. Never mind. I don't have to nah, go that bad. It was a joke. Are you going to feed me? <laughs> but uh no okay let's go we got to get back to the original thing we we're talking about net neutrality uh happening around the country today there's gonna be a nationwide series of protests starting today at verizon stores that's right uh yeah it's uh it's the protest them it's kind of weird and they're gonna be also be at the fcc building and all this kind of stuff and they're pretty organized they have a website and uh, i'm not gonna give it out but you can look it up and they, like, it tells you what stores they're going to and how. My grandmother has a website and she's dead. So I know I'm, I'm saying that's organization right there, though, to show you what stores to show up. Oh, okay. I think it, I think it's just kind of funny, though, because whoever had this idea had the right idea about how to protest, but not the execution idea. Like, don't go to the Verizon stores unless you want to prevent them from making money. I get it. But it's going to take a lot more dedication than choosing one day to, for them not to make money. Go to, like, their headquarters. Go to places mm-hmm. where the people who actually can make decisions instead of this, you know, I don't know if they make minimum wage at the Verizon stores, but they, that's crazy to me. Because you, you can, I already have this image of this poor guy. He's running late for work. He's on commission. He's on commission. He's like, man, the iPhone 10 is not selling enough. Don't know if I can, you know, I can deal with the girlfriend this year. I'm breaking up with her. Oh, man, I just moved to L.A. You smoke pot there. You know, he's thinking about this and he gets he gets to the front door and all these people are sitting there protesting you. And you're like, man, man, I just want to eat this breakfast sandwich in peace. And here the here come the protesters. No, oh, you know, you know there's at least one employee who goes, I can't come to work. They're blocking my way. I'm stuck in the car. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You watch out for that because I have a feeling there's gonna be like three people. I've got a couple of Verizon stores on the way home. I'm gonna swing by them and I think we will find this is uh, one of those. Everybody protest. Anybody protest. Someone. Anybody. Please. Is there anybody out there? So, yeah. Well, so much for the. Uh, I, I'd love to actually be man on the street with that, with the microphone and say, so you're pro- here to protest net neutrality. Yeah, it's evil, right? Yeah. What exactly is it? Uh, they'll make us pay extra for, for stuff we want. Like, and my response, like HBO, like Netflix. Or Amazon Prime, where you pay a different fee for... Well, yeah, but internet. I, <laughs> I want to do that. I think I'm going to do I'm going to grab a microphone 
And does it be a man on the street guy outside Verizon, assuming there are any actual protesters out there? <laughs> you may need to be one of my plants, you, you know, pretend to be, come with me and pretend to be a Verizon protester. We get this on the air. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, it really would be a great discussion, especially with people who who are going to be making the decisions regardless afterwards. Because they're going to be, it's not like they're just going to stop doing this. This is going to be happening every year. They're going to be making decisions, and it's either going to be in the, you know, someone's benefiting from this. Somebody is. Right. And it's hard It's hard for me because people ask me because I know I know a little bit about net neutrality, about how the internet works, especially it's it, what's what happens in the world of technology. Someone's going to sell you something regardless, and they're going to call it something else. So we already kind of do it with TV. So what applying to net neutrality is already applied to TV. You pay extra. You are restricted from certain content. Like remember a while back when I don't know, I think it was DirecTV didn't have AMC mm-hmm. and AMC ran ads like call your call direct your provider, TV or, call, you yeah. know, and like that kind of stuff. I and mean, that's the same thing. That and and the only thing that's gonna be affecting you is it could what it could be happening similar to like what we were talking about yesterday, where Amazon and uh, Google pulled all YouTube apps from Amazon devices uh, and things like that. So if you're on your if you if you're on your Amazon Prime or you know they and they pulled Amazon Prime from Google devices, mm-hmm. so you can't watch if you have a Chromecast, you can't watch Amazon Prime anymore. But that gives the consumer the right to you know you can respond accordingly because yeah, it definitely it's already uh, there for TV. But think about it in the old days when we had landlines and there were you know you had your phone plans of pay extra for long distance or nights and weekends. Now let's take it to other utilities. You know, you can have, um, you know, Green Mountain versus Reliant versus, uh, the, oh, I'm drawing a blank on all the other power names. But, you know, it's like you pay more for this, for this much kilowatt hours, but you get the service. It's it's everywhere already, but it, they've just bundled this under the name of net neutrality. And so if you're against neutrality, you must be bad. And it's, it's all in the marketing. But I'd just love to just, uh, every protester, try and get a, a bead on w- w- what is net neutrality to you. And I think we're going to find much like uh, near the end of the whole NFL uh, taking a knee thing, there's no one answer. No yeah. one has a clear idea. Well, there's no way, and especially with what people expect the government to do for them, oh, we should, they should be stopping Amazon from doing this and things like that. And, of course, there's certain situations where the government has stepped in and broken up a monopoly, but they're not going to tell them how to run their business. And it's it's similar to like certain stores don't sell certain brands. Mm-hmm. And it's all about distribution. And like to me, it's not a smart idea for the Chromecast not to be able like, – Google products can't be purchased on Amazon. Eventually, that's that's gonna, what, They're, they're going to change their mind pretty quickly when they realize yeah. people will just say, well, forget that. It's like the, if you notice more and more fast food places are offering Coke and Pepsi products now. Yep. In the old days, it was one or the other, and like Taco Bell was hurting, hurting bad because they were only Pepsi. Yeah, and well, it's weird to say that they're hurting bad, but it's more of, you know, the customer. We're trying to evolve with the customer. What does the customer want? And I don't know if it comes down to, oh, you don't have Coke, I'm leaving. But then again, they might come back if they know you have Coke, or they might not come back if they know you don't have Coke. That's that's the whole point. That's what would happen to Taco Bell. They would they would lose a lot of business because you know, people go on. I want two tacos, a burrito, and a Dr. Pepper. Uh, we have Mr. Pip. Well, I want Dr. Pepper. Well, we only have Mr. Pip because that's a Pepsi product. Well, never mind. Or, you know, or do you want Pepsi or Diet Pepsi? I want Coke. Well, we don't have that. Never mind. And they, they, 
So there was a it dented uh, enough, and I'm I'm picking on Taco Bell right now because I love them so much, uh, truly. But now more and more places that had exclusivity with like their 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 drink vendors are now allowing both for that very purpose. Competition in the business world, people, is good. Yeah, sometimes. Always. Because if I'm, you know, my own business, I would be like, let's crush them all. But uh, <laughs> that's the whole point. If you have competition, it makes you hungrier. You know, if, if well, we were told. If what, another... I'm, what I'm afraid of, sorry. Mm -hmm. What I'm afraid of is a company like Google who's always had the inclination of doing like open source mm -hmm. kind of stuff for, for people to create their own platforms. And like they, they that was that's what makes them different from a Windows or an Apple. Right. Is they let people have the source code. They create, they can create programs. And basically, Amazon tried to do that, and they closed it. And my fear is Google is going to be like, you know what? We need to capitalize on our product. Let's close our stuff. And it, so we require you to have it or something like that. And, and if they do, then someone else will, will come up. I mean, that's how Linux started. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if you don't want Microsoft Office, go to OpenOffice. You get pretty much the same stuff for free because it's open source. Someone somewhere will feel that that is the beauty of of competition and capitalism is that someone will fill the need. And if you price yourself out, you can only charge what the mar market will bear. And if you charge too much, you either have to change your business model or someone else will change it for you. Yeah, so I'm, all, I'm all for it. That's what happens Guaranteed here. another station moves in next door, we would bring out the big guns. There you go. We'd hire Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, even know if he's still... You don't You're know listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. we got to take a music break. Thanks for joining us so far. we got another hour left in the program. Today's show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And also Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Visit ConroeCoffee.com or visit their brick-and-mortar store in downtown Conroe. We'll be right back after a couple tunes. So, you know what? Stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. 
But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once more All right, back right there. Thank you, Bing. Yeah, I appreciate it, Bing. I still love the uh, Bing Crosby, David Bowie uh, uh, duet of Little Drummer Boy. Um, most unusual duet, like, in the history of the universe, but it works. And apparently they, like, liked each other, even though they were, like, diametrically opposed. Uh, it, was, it was a good behind-the-scenes moment. But uh, we should do that sometime. We'll, we'll add that song to the mix. Right up there with I Saw Daddy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, or the 12. Have you ever heard the song The 12 Days of Christmas, but Days is D-A-Z-E? The woman singing about her trio gives her all these alcoholic beverages, like nine margaritas. Yeah. And uh, she gets progressively drunker as the song goes. It's, uh, if you have, if you uh, YouTube it, I'm sure it'll, it'll be there. Funny song. These are the kind of songs we need to put on. Hey, did you know Viagra went generic? Awesome. I mean, really? What's Viagra? I don't need it, so I don't know what it is. Yeah. So the whole, the whole, uh, ED market's going to go up and down now. <laughs> but I got that. I see what you did there. Meanwhile, you have Harvey Weinstein's uh, aide who had to inject his genitalia. Uh, she's going, dang it, now? <laughs> this couldn't have happened five years ago. So, <laughs> so it's been a, so in other words, uh, the generic Viagra market has been kind of soft and flaccid, but now it's kind of firming up and things are looking up for it. Another, yeah, no, it's, uh, we can keep moving on. Moving on uh, from now, I'm just letting everyone know if you uh, were held back by the price, it's going to get cheaper for you. But uh, <laughs> I will stand up and salute that one. Well, it's funny. I mean, can you imagine being the advertising agency? It's like, hey, we're we're Pfizer. We own this thing called Viagra. We want you to sell it. Like, do do one of those silly commercials, and it's just talking about ED, but in the most roundabout way. And uh, it's pretty funny, but. Uh, Moving on, Warren Moon. He's yeah, he's on the list, and I'm bummed because he's one of the very few Oilers that I could ever name. Actually, one of the very well, few football players I could. What's name. crazy is this lady did the thing that I've been trying to get people to like the messages do something about it. Mm -hmm. Don't just go to magazines and say, "Oh, can you believe it?" That they don't sound like that. This lady filed a lawsuit against him. Accused of sexual harassment and sexual battery. Oh, this is a civil lawsuit. Yeah. Which means so, it's for money. Not a yeah. criminal lawsuit. Yeah. Which means punishment. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know. Well, yeah, but you're doing something. You're, you're doing, doing something. You are doing something. Because what's important about these kind of allegations is you have a ground to work on instead of a he said, she said battle. And when you file a, a suit, whether it is civil or criminal, I mean, obviously I was trying to do a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You know, if you're really serious, you'd go criminal. But a civil suit does get evidence out there. It does get people on the record. It does get expert testimony. It does get timelines. It, uh, so it, it actually is very effective. And I, I agree with you, Dick. You're, you're dead bang on. If uh, anyone's a victim of any crime, if you are able to do something about it, your chances as, as a successful resolution go up geometrically. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I remember Warren Moon because he was like the darling of the Oilers. And then he left to go somewhere else. And wasn't there something like he was accused of domestic abuse on his wife or something? But it was a one-off thing. And she's like, oh, he was just mad that one time. 
It never. I don't know so the history. He was, I don't he was know very the history forgiven. Of Warren, man. Yeah, I don't know that. Like half the NFL players hit their girlfriends and. Oh man, I had the crime stats on NFL players once, and it'll. I'll. I'll dig those up because it'll make your hair curl. Just the the high percentage of arrests and the breakdown of you know number of domestic abuse, drunk driving, assault charges is is staggering. It's disproportionate. I mean, just hugely disproportionate. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it for sports talk today. So uh, you're gonna go see the Utah monuments in the near future no. before they're, they're no. before they're turned into you know Enron or I mean uh, uh, Chevron uh, gas pumps or something. I, I was kind of laughing about that because I mean, do you know the setup that there's a couple of national monuments in Utah that were of a certain size, and then I believe President Obama increased their size by a third, and then the current president. Uh, pretty much brought them back to the same size. Well, I've, I have this thing, okay. Sean, is whenever anything Donald Trump does anything, I have to do like a Trump filter. Okay. Because it's like you have to take 10 steps back and you kind of keep creeping forward towards the subject and just taking your time seeing what's happening because uh-huh. you never know what's really happening. Even Even I don't think he even knows what's really happening. And so it's really hard. It's like it's almost like a it's a new digestive system. I have to accustom to. Oh, you can't have any more sugar. You have to eat this certain <laughs> type of food, and this is the only way you'll be able to live. And I feel digest. like a chess game with a three year old. You have no idea what they're what they're doing. But uh, a, lo- a lot of people are freaking out about this, and you know, battle lines are being drawn. And what people may not realize is the these monuments have been given back to the states, so they haven't been sold off you know, for a corporate greed or anything. It's basically the states can now dispense with them as they see fit. And uh, so that's what that's about. And so those who are trying to... Well, it's interesting, too, to how we got there because I started reading a little bit about how the distinction between a, quote, monument mm-hmm. and then an actual protected Congress passed protected land. Mm-hmm. Because from what I understand, if Congress passes that resolution to protect the land, it can never be changed. I believe you're right. Yeah, it can never be changed. Mm-hmm. But if someone does, like a president, it's kind of like an executive order. When they say monument, it's like, oh, hey, for until someone else comes along and says no, this is going to be in place. And that key, and, and, and that uh, it's up there for a reason. It keeps every president from naming their hometown as a national monument that can't be jacked with, and you, you know, so that, that's very, very uh, foresightful. But those who are now there's groups are threatening to sue the president for doing this. And that kind of got me laughing yesterday because these are people who are suing the president because the president has now effectively given up some of his power. Well, I think you and I can both agree no matter what the president does, someone's going to complain about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And again, both sides, no matter who the president is, both sides. I mean, this it's going to happen. A Trump thing. And well, fortunately for the current president, it's more it's louder now because it's good to say something bad about him. And it's it's encouraged now to keep talking about bad things mm-hmm. about him. Like what you're you're saying is the ironic points of view. It's almost like he does it to make a joke on the people who are making fun of him. To have because he's got an ego the size of a it's Utah the, monument. He's the equivalent of an internet troll. <laughs> yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, where uh, you know, homie don't care kind of thing. What people think about him, and that's this is truly a president. I believe that honest to goodness does not care what people think about him at all. And so he's not kowtowing to anyone. Um, 
So with this, by giving the Utah monuments to the states, he's given up federal authority. And since he's the head of the federal government, he's given up some of his power. So people are wanting to sue him for him giving up some of his own power. And I'm just wondering if they caught the irony on that. Uh, but another example of him kind of, you know, you have to ask why he did this, but the whole naming Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. This is a big deal. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday, Yeah, br we? Yeah, you br briefly, we, that he was going to uh, when yeah. we were on the air. Has he, he was, done it yet? Yeah, he did do it. And he's, you know, he stated why. He said, you know what, for 3,000 years, this just hasn't been working. And what, again, people may need to know is back in 1995, so 22 years ago, uh, the Senate overwhelmingly and, and on both sides of the aisle voted for the Jerusalem Embassy Act. And what that did was to say we're going to put an embassy in Jerusalem, which is de facto calling Jerusalem the capital of Israel. And because of that, you didn't come right out and say it, but by establishing an embassy there, an embassy there would mean it. It's been that can's been kicked down the road for the last 22 years. Every president on both sides has kicked it down, going, "Oh, we'll do it later. We'll do it later." Six months ago, it was re-ratified by the Senate again, overwhelmingly uh, bipartisan, and so. It's not exactly a, the buck stops here moment, but this is the president. And again, this could have easily been Obama last time or Clinton next time or whoever to say, you know what, we're doing it, period. Now, uh, I think what kind of helps him is now no one can claim that he is in the pocket of the oil industry because he's, he's just made an enemy of oil bearing industries, uh, countries and Hamas, who's a terrorist group. And, you know, he's ticked them off. So I think whenever you tick off a terrorist group, you, you kind of done a good thing, in my opinion. So I don't care which president did this. I'm just glad it was done. It, it's 22 years of, uh, we're, we're, we, we, we passed a law on it, but we're just not going to acknowledge it. I thought it was longer than that. Well, no, that's when the uh, uh, establishment of the embassy was, was voted on, 1995. Oh, I thought it was more of just the, the, the Senate or whatever passing about making it recognizing the capital, not the embassy part, but recognizing it as a capital. Yeah, that's been, uh, as this is not a new thing. And this has been, and here's the thing. Every president has run on that as part of their platform. You know, we will be a friend of Israel. We will name it every, as, seriously, every single president, including Obama and Carter and Reagan and Bush, one, you know, Bush senior and junior, everybody and Trump. Here's the thing. Trump, I think, is keeping... I got to look at the percentage of campaign promises that he said he was going to do that he's kept. And maybe a lot of people didn't think he was going to do it, but you know, build a wall, uh, uh, recognize Jerusalem. He, you know, it's like every day, what did I promise on that? No one think I do. And I'm going to do it today. So, <laughs> so uh, interesting, but yeah, people do a little research on this, the, the whole Jerusalem thing that this was not Trump just kind of pulling this out of, out of thin air going, I'm going to tick off the PLO today. This is something that the American, Congress uh, voted on 22 years ago, and it was just late to the party. It is, it's an interesting time with him because you really can see the tactics and everything coming around, either in the newest organizations or the politics. I mean, they tried to impeach him yesterday, and it didn't, yeah. it didn't work. But it's just I, that was ill advised. Well, not even that, but it's part of the it's part of the system. I'm pretty sure those votes come up every year for like no matter who's president. I feel like it. Yeah, That's but every time you, 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 you raise a you know vote and you get smacked down so hard, that hurts your chances on a successful next vote. This is Boy Who Cried How Wolf. How so? Uh, you get to vote next time anyway. No, no, no. I'm talking, let's say, a vote that has nothing to do with impeaching the president. But it's like, man, you got your butt stomped 
for this impeachment thing. Why should I take you? Why do you? What makes you think you have the clout to make this vote pass? Why should I vote for you? It hurts every time you huh. raise stuff. Well, are you a politician? I am. Oh, I didn't know that. I ran for president, dude. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. We're going to take a quick short break. Uh, so stick around, please. Please, 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 please. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. How's the weather out there? Is it warming up at all? It looks still kind of Christmassy out there. Well, some headlights aren't freezing. <laughs> uh, it's 45 degrees outside. Is it 45? And rain's going to be continuing until tomorrow. Hmm. Wow. Keep the rain coming. So there was sleet happening earlier. They're talking about snow. That would be awesome. Um, it is December 7th, and so... Just to let people know, to remind you, if you need reminding, it's Pearl Harbor Day, uh, 19... We have, a, we have to come up with a better name for that. It's Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, it's, How uh, about the incident of Pearl Harbor? Is it called the incident? What's it called? Uh, the attack on the Pearl attack Harbor. The attack of Pearl Harbor. attack on Pearl Harbor. So. Now, why do you... Of course, like Pearl Harbor, did, you know, does it deserve a day first? Yes, do you because think it, so? it got us in the way. Here's the thing. Remember, World War II... For the rest of the world began in 1939. For us, began began, began in 1941 because America had an isolationist policy after World War One. We was like, whatever happens over there, we don't care. And you think we'd learn every time America undergoes an isolationist policy, bad things happen. There, are, I hate to get all Spider-Man-y, but with great power comes great responsibility. We are one of the world's three superpowers. We're the big kids on the block. It's our, it is our job to protect the interests of others, maybe those who can't fight for themselves. And sometimes we screw it up. Sometimes we have our own ulterior motives. But here's the thing. No other nation in the universe has given in foreign aid to others, especially former enemies, what uh, America has. But so Pearl, when Japan hit Pearl Harbor, that was our excuse. Yeah. And, you know, and the, the, the implication is that Eisenhower knew it was happening and let it happen to get us in. Because he wanted to get in the war because he saw it was happening in Europe. And he knew that America would be the next stop. And England was about to fall. So here's the thing. Japanese bombed us. We go after Japanese and the Germans all of a sudden. All of a sudden now we're fighting a war on two fronts. When if we had not been isolationists, 
that may not have happened. So Pearl Harbor kind of had to happen for us to break that isol uh, isolation and get us involved in the war. And think about... Well, I guess what, what I'm trying to say is when you remember at this point, is it important to remember why we went to war? Yes. For both sides of the argument, for, you know, like there are sometimes the, the decision needs to be made. And then the other side is uh, it's just historical. It's historical. And again, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. That's so we need it. So there needs to be there needs to be a better name for this. Um, so I'm just telling you, it's Pearl Harbor Day. That sounds like it, we're going over to Palm Harbor Homes and we get more homes <laughs> for your money, kind of thing. So, uh, well, here's like uh, in uh, Canada and England, they have what's called Remembrance Day. And yeah, that's. Uh, but that's like a, a cumulative. It's cumulative, but it's something where each individual big thing, Battle of the Bulge, Battle of Britain, you know, these are all recognized under this big umbrella. You know, if, if in America we had something like that, you know, I gladly replace Arbor Day with that or, you, you know, Lincoln's birthday. I love you, Abe Lincoln. Yeah, they consider it a military strike and they call it attack on Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. That's what they like, the, the historians. Yeah, that's the official. It's like Vietnam was officially a police action, not a war. Yeah. Uh, this is an attack on Pearl Harbor. So yeah, we'll change the name, but I think we should very much, much like D-Day, uh, June 6, 1944. We got to remember that every year. Because if we start forgetting it or start whitewashing it or start glossing it over or tear down statues they, of they, people involved. Just to let people know a little bit about history. Yeah, lay it on me, Dick. After the war... Since this attack happened without a declaration of war or without explicit warning, it was considered a war crime. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty interesting. And to this day, Japan has no military. Part of their surrender was they couldn't have a military. We, that's why we're over there. And and we we are their military as a result. That's why you were over there. Yeah, that's why dad was over there. Um, and same no, thing. You, you, were, you were like the smartest six-year-old, right? I was, I was in the top. <laughs> I was the cutest you, you six year old. The, the cutest guy, Jen, ever. I was the, guy, I was the cutest guy. You, you guys, Jen. I was asked on national television, are you oil girl? But, uh, and, and same thing, um, I was. And same thing in Germany, you know, after that. Well, you know what? Happy Palm Harbor Day. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it is important to remember those kind of things. I was just asking it from like a middle standpoint. You know, when's, a, when's it a good time to say, oh, this is the day we lost this remember yeah it's, it's hard to say happy this when it's a day of remembrance I, it's like a happy yeah. memorial day well uh we have one more break guys for music so we gotta take it because we're closing up we're a little behind schedule today but uh, i want to say special thanks to our sponsors clean sweep office cleaning take back your time and let us make your office shine find them on cleansweepofficecleaning.com conroe coffee they make the coffee that conroe loves to drink folks Visit ConroeCoffee.com or visit them downtown Conroe, right next to the station. It is 1037. We'll be back with more Mornings Lone Star. We got one more segment after this music break, so stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. What's the prettiest sight to see is the holly. We're back. It's 1048 on a Thursday morning. Dick is getting in that Christmas spirit or the Christmas spirits. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Uh, We're partying pretty hard here. It is kind of hot toddy weather out there. Hot toddy's a drink, not a a game, you know, so. Uh, Hot cocoa, maybe some rum in there, some spice. You know what's funny is I actually used that joke before and someone thought, uh, well, it is... It is a drink, like a specific cocktail. Yes. But then you can also use it as a yeah. saying. Oh, like, you're like a bit of hot toddy, do you? Yeah. That kind of thing, yeah. So, yeah, that could get, you know, someone could haul you up on a harassment charges on that one if you're not careful. Uh-oh. Yeah, be careful about that. Uh-oh. This is okay. No one take it seriously. Not a court on the planet. They go, Dick Schisler, really? <laughs> Case dismissed. Well, uh, folks, this is the last segment, so I want to run through. If you're just now joining us, welcome to Morning's Lone Star. We're here every weekday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a- or 11 a.m., and uh, we podcast every episode. It's usually available within the 24 hours. So if you miss a guest or miss the promotion, the giveaway, whatever we do, you can always listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And Channel 21 in Houston, KVQT. And then Channel 12 on Sunlink in the Conroe area. Uh, man, outside that, let's go over some uh, Christmas celebration events happening. Yeah. This weekend. Donna. So let's start off with the free stuff. All of it. Okay. So every <laughs> event we're, we're going to be talking about is a free event. My favorite. There color. might be charges for food and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you something that's really cool for veterans and people in need who were uh, affected by Harvey. Your Conroe American Legion Post 411 is having a free turkey for you. That's right. They're bringing a truckload of turkeys. If you didn't listen to Veterans Air this uh, Tuesday, with our your host Douglas B. Heroes Holiday Harvest. They're putting on a cool event starting around 9 a.m. at the outlets at Conroe. This Saturday, you get a free turkey. You gotta show up as early as possible and you get a ticket for a free turkey. It's frozen. I, I, we had this huge discussion about you can't you can't deep fry frozen turkeys. They explode. They explode. And uh well they don't technically explode. But I'm just letting you know. I'll let you, yeah, you got to let people know if you're going to do it. They expand at a total uh, velocity. They're going to have Santa there. If you're a veteran, you can sign up for a giveaway for gift cards for for a lot of different types of companies that donated. Uh, there's going to be live music there, free coffee and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's happening all there. It's it's first come, first serve turkey. So basically, Douglas said, if they're out of turkeys, they're shutting down. So, you know, just keep an eye so on So we'll be there early, right, so, Dick? Because we can reserve. Yeah, we're turkey. actually going to be broadcasting live at 10 a.m. to 12. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. We're going to be coming on right after Grit and Grace. 
So check that out. No, Grit and Grace will be there or in the studio? In the studio. Okay. So outside of the Conroe outlets, if you come down to downtown Conroe, they're going to be celebrating the Conroe Christmas celebration uh, starting at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, it's a holiday holiday festival, folks. So there's going to be a bunch of cool family things. It's free. Basically, it, they're going to have face painting, petting zoo, pony rides, train rides, camel ride, camel rides. Uh, and then there's also going to well, be there were camels two the nativity. There's going to be two real snow hills. They're they're calling it polar bear ear ma- monument. They're calling it the polar bear. The polar bear. That was a monument. joke. That was a joke for Utah because they call that I monument. I was just thinking of you know, the two ear bear. Get to it now because it's about to be sold back to. Oh, the- get to it now. It's gonna be melted <laughs> by uh, su- Sunday, but uh, it's completely free. And then happening at the same time in downtown Conroe, the Kiwanas is doing their Christmas parade in downtown. So if you want to have like I'm talking about the best one two for your kids to be knocked out, this is the best way to do it. Is come to down, go to get your free turkey. Come up here for Conroe Christmas celebration. Hang out until they pass out and then get out. It's frozen, so you can keep it so, in your trunk for a few hours. Yeah, I mean, no at least problem. I think the weather's looking good for a frozen turkey weather. Awesome. So, and then another thing I know happening in Montgomery. There's more? Yes. They're doing Christmas in Montgomery. Uh, they're having a parade. They're, that begins at 11 a.m. They're having breakfast with Santa early in the morning, 8 to 10. That There is a charge for that. They're having the 40th annual Candlelight Home Tour. There's, there's a ticket price for that. And then they're doing the 26th annual cookie walk. How do you walk a cookie? The only thing I, only reason I know that is my nieces are in Montgomery ISD and they're making cookies. How do you make so, a cookie walk? You don't, that's a, it's a derogatory term for females. Hey, cookie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Listeners wishing to lodge a complaint can reach dick at IRLoneStar.com. I'm taken by. Back off, gals. I'm, t- I'm, All ta- I saw I'm taken. First. I'm not kidding you by the great American cookie. That big, that juicy, that sweet. So, oh, um, Holly's your cookie. Yes. But uh, we all, we are going to be happy to shut you down today. I'm Aww. sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone, I'm going to miss you guys till tomorrow morning, of course. It is Thursday. It's only Thursday. So, we have a lot of stuff more to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. If you have a song request, you want to put us into rotation uh, or you want to join in the conversation, there's several ways to contact us. Best way, though, is to call in and leave a message at our message line 936 647. Three seven seven six. What a day! What a morning! Awesome morning! It was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was cool, and it's cool out there. I'm gonna run next door to Conroe Coffee, get me some cocoa, yeah. and uh, go take care of some business. I need to. Uh, interesting to find out, you know, you know, um, as, as we waft out the morning, uh, North Korea is now saying that war is an established fact with us. So. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be at war tomorrow. Well, okay, you know what's funny? I had this weird thought. Is can you imagine the phone conversation of one of the representatives from North Korea? And it's like it's real. Like it's just like you know their leader is gone. He woke up with sweats and he had a nightmare. He's like, "Bomb him, kill him!" And so they're getting ready to do it. And that underground guy calls calls the United States. Like he's going to do it. And the guy's like, "Yeah, we know. Like, yeah, like, he always says no. He's really going to do it this time." We, we, he's joking. He always jokes. He always, no, he's really going to do it. They're going to have this back and forth for like two minutes about, uh-huh. no, he's really going to do it. No, he's not. No, he's really going to do it. No, he's not. Can you see that happening? Oh, yeah. It's like a Tom Clancy movie. It really is. It really is. And uh, we are, we do have to wrap up today. But before we leave, uh-oh, what happened? Late breaking news. Senator Al Franken has resigned. 
Oh, who cares? According to Fox 26. Uh, the last thing we want to let you know are two things. We do have a guest tomorrow. That is right. Around 10 o'clock, we're going to have John Walling in the studio. He's a biker, folks. And you know what bikers do? They give back to the community. That's right. They're having the 29th annual Cut and Shoot Toy Run. And uh, he's going to be in the studio talking about that around 10 o'clock. So if you have questions for John, you know what to do. MW Lone Star on Facebook. And also call in 936-647-3776. That is the right number. A lot of people are like, hey, your phone's dead. And I'm like, OG call 936-647-3776. No. Well, there's a reason. Okay. Gotta, there you go. We got to see if it spells out something cool. It does. I already tried. Okay. Uh, we're going to say last thing, special thanks to our sponsors of today's program. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com for more information. Conroe Coffee, thank you so much. They make coffee that Conroe loves to drink. This is true. They're usually packed. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. Mm -hmm. Sean, see you tomorrow morning. Dick, I will be here. All right. Thanks for joining in. We do have a full lineup today, so uh, check out IRLoneStar.com slash show calendar. I think the next program coming up is going to be a little bit of ticket stub at noon. So your movie review, chance to win two free tickets to the Theater to the North. We call it Theater to the North. Theater I to do. the North. I just, I just call it the Grand. It's really sure great. Tell them it's about really... our idea for the movie, for the Mr. Grubbs curling movie. Oh, we're, it's in secret development now. Awesome. We're in talks with Jake Gyllenhaal. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted, and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.